the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. What a distinct honor it is to have the 45th president of the United States, Donald Trump, with us on a consequential day, not just because of the Ohio primary that will elect a Senate nominee for Rob Portman's seat, but because of the leaked news of an apparent impending Supreme Court decision to overthrow Roe versus Wade. So, President Trump, this underscores uh, what your predecessor said, that elections have consequences. And I'm just so grateful this morning for the three nominees that you made to the court. Well, that's true. And uh, this is a terrible thing when you have a leak coming out of the Supreme Court. It's pretty unique, I guess. Maybe it's happened before, but people don't remember anything like it. And uh, I think it was demeaning and not good. So I know that today is of great interest to you in the result of the Senate primary in the state of Ohio. Uh, You, uh, at the Delaware rally just a little over a week ago, endorsed J.D. Vance. And now there are those in the media who are trying to make light of your endorsement. I want to give you the opportunity to speak to uh, the strength of your endorsement of J.D. and why you like him as a candidate. Well, I've liked him. Uh, He was roughing me, but so was everybody else. They all were, really. Uh, But he was... uh pretty, I would say, normal, rough, relatively speaking. And I just thought he was uh, very exceptional. He came back a long way. As you know, he retracted everything. Overall, I just think he's going to be very good. Well, and I think what makes J.D. such a strong candidate against Tim Ryan is that we know Ryan's going to play the card that he's the everyman from Youngstown, Ohio. You can't get more everyman than somebody who grew up with the upbringing that J.D. has and the fact that he has shown the greatness of America, which your uh, America First campaign always spoke to, is that anybody in this uh, country, if they work hard enough, is able to rise and better their life situation. Right. Uh, I think it's right. I, I think, look, you know, Ryan went for president, and he didn't register. He actually got zero, and I was surprised, uh, because I think he is better than that. But uh, the fact is that he, he did very poorly in that one. And I think he'll do pretty poorly here, but he's going to have a lot of money to spend. So we'll see what happens, Bruce. Donald J. Trump is our guest, talking about the Senate primary in the state of Ohio. And there is one candidate who did not seek your endorsement, Matt Dolan, and he's been surging. And I think he's been surging because people didn't uh, take him seriously because he was so far off the pace. And that's allowed him, I think, to skate on being a supporter of the Equality Act in Ohio, which would give protected class to LGBTQ+. Citizens certainly, we don't want any kind of discrimination. But I don't think Matt Dolan is an authentic conservative. Uh, your view of Dolan and his surge? Well, I know much. I don't know much about him. I do know that he is involved with the Cleveland Indians. And being somewhat of a baseball fan, I didn't think the name change was a good thing. I think anybody that makes that change is very woke, or wokey, or a potential wokey. And, uh, you know, it's a little bit like you just said. I, I thought it was a, a terrible change. It wasn't like some of the other teams. You know, Redskins, well, the Washington Redskins, I think I like that name. I don't think I would have been so easy to change it. He did fight it for a long time. But 
shocked to see the Cleveland Indians, one of the originals, the Cleveland Indians were changed. And that would actually, you know, and I, I said it in a joking way, but that would actually get me not to vote for somebody like that. I just wouldn't do that. So I was uh, really struck by the energy and the passion at your rally in Delaware, and you've gotten that kind of reaction from your constituents all across the country. Uh, it really appears that the people energize you and you energize the people. And there's so many people who want you to run in 2024. And I wonder, uh, will the races in which you've endorsed a candidate make any difference to you in your decision as to whether to run for president in 2024? Or is that a decision that's independent of how the primaries go where you've endorsed a candidate? Well, it wouldn't matter to me. I think it might matter to some others. Certainly the press will take it incredibly. If I'm, uh, if I go 40 and one, they'll say it was a, a tremendous humiliation, no matter what. You know, in Texas, I was 33-0, and 0, uh, and it's pretty good. A few of them are still running, but, you know, through a runoff, but they've got massive leads. So 33-0, and 0, and they tend not to write about that. You know, that's a lot. And, and some of those candidates, like in this case, you know, J.D. was not the highest, and then he shot up like a rocket ship, uh, as you probably know, you probably witnessed. He went, he went way up, and he deserves to go. He's very good. He's going to win. He will win. He will out debate him. He'll do what you have to do to win. And uh, you know, I, I think that uh, if I if I have a, if I win everything, uh, the press will be silent. If I lose anything, because you know we're in North Carolina, we have a fantastic guy, Ted Budd. And he's running, and he started off with a lot of people didn't know him, and now they're now he's way ahead. He's he's got about a seventeen point lead, and you know they don't talk about that race too much anymore. It's sort of interesting. So we'll see how we do. Um, I'm uh, looking at it very seriously. I love the country. The country is going to hell. It's very sad what's happened to our country in a year and a half. We are energy independent. We had all the things. We had that horrible. Afghan re- removal, which, by the way, I got it down to 2,000 soldiers. We were going to get out with dignity and pride in, in a similar time. And uh, to see that so many people died, so many people so badly injured, we left hostages, and we left $85 billion worth of equipment who was grossly incompetent. I actually think that's why Putin went in. He saw that, and he said, well, this is my chance. But he never would have gone in if I were there. So, you know, when I see what's happening with our country, you look at uh, you look at the incredible inflation. I, I think maybe the most we've ever had this thing, 40 years. But nobody seems to be able to find it much worse. So it's, uh, it's a terrible thing. All things that could be that should have never happened and can be fixed. Uh, but one thing can't be fixed is the border. When you have millions and millions of people streaming into our country, uh, and a level that we've never seen before, probably no country's ever seen before. Even a third world country has probably never seen what's happening. Uh, but when you have all those people coming in, that's hard to fix because that takes years and years. But it'll all get done, and uh, it's a great honor to speak to you. And I hope J.D. does a fantastic job. And, you know, again, I like them all. They're all, they're all good, but J.D.'s going to win. President Donald Trump, 45th President of the United States, our guest. And as we wrap up, President Trump, I know you made reference in Delaware to the movie, the Dinesh D'Souza uh, 
movie well, 2000 Mules. I wonder if you've seen it. I've seen it, and I feel like this is another one of those things that the press dismissed out of hand early on. And if you really look at the evidence, uh, your claims about the election uh, have a great deal of legitimacy. So the movie is incredible. It's uh, it's sad because of the the cheating. It was such cheating. It was millions of votes, millions of votes. And uh, it's too bad. You know, it's too bad when you see it. It's uh, it's incredible. Uh, what can you say? They have it on tape. They have it on ping. You know, ping is the new signature, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, they have that. It's uh, And that's just one of many ways. That's just one way. But even that, just alone, is determinative. There are many other ways that they cheated, too. But that alone is determinative, meaning you would win with just that alone. And uh, it's incredible that that uh, they didn't do a better job. You know, the vote counters were more important than the candidate. And uh, that shouldn't be. That should not be. It was so it was so corrupt and so horrible. And I think J.D. had the strongest stance on that also, by the way. That was, you know, a big factor. So as we wrap up, President Trump, your final message to Ohio voters today as they get ready to head out to the polls or as they're at the polls and uh, voting on the Senate primary to succeed Rob Portman. Well, I love you all because, you know, as you know, I worked there, but I also won it twice and I won it big twice. No doubt about it. And uh, they're just great people. They're great people live in Ohio. It's a fantastic state. I brought back a lot of jobs and uh, made it very prosperous again. And I hope you vote today and you vote for J.D. Vance. I think he'll do the best job of beating Ryan. I think he's going to do a a great job for a long time. Well, President Trump, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for what you've done for our country. And as I said when I met you in Delaware, thank you so much for what you did for veterans like my father. I can never say thank you enough for what you did for veterans. Well, that's that's great, Bruce. I appreciate it. And uh, you have a great show. That's all I know. They all say that. They say he's got a great show. Let's do it, right? But it's an, it's real, really an honor. And uh, thank you very much. We will podcast our interview with Donald Trump at 989theanswer.com. Definitely hope I hear from you on PatriotSwitch.com. Click Bruce Hooley in the down menu. Love to have you be a part of the Patriot Switch movement. Fight back against the woke companies out there. They are funding Planned Parenthood to the tunes of millions and millions and millions of dollars, funding the Human Rights Commission, funding GLAD, Sintero, social-emotional learning, all of that. Your vote matters, of course. Your dollars matter. So make it happen, PatriotSwitch.com. Click on Bruce Hooley. Ohio is... Not the only state holding a primary today, but it is the center of the political world because of the gravity of the Senate primary, which has been uh, highly sought after, very spirited. We have had Mike Gibbons atop the polls. We've had Josh Mandel atop the polls. We've had J.D. Vance atop the polls. And there are polls that would tell you that Matt Dolan is surging. How much will the rain play into what happens today? I mean, the primary is always about getting out the vote. When we had Jane Timken on the show yesterday, Jane Timken said, she has the best ground game. And that would stand to reason because Jane Timken was the former chair of the Ohio Republican Party. And so she was responsible for getting out the vote in 2016 and in 2020. And Donald Trump won the state more convincingly in 2020 than he did in 2016. So maybe Jane Timken plying those same contacts 
those same friendships, those same associations. Maybe she will pull an Election Day shocker. But we did have a call uh, during the replay of our Donald Trump interview from a mom in Dublin who said she attended the J.D. Vance appearance yesterday at the Golf Club of Dublin. Senator Josh Hawley was there. And also Charlie Kirk, Salem radio host. He's heard at 5 o'clock here every day on 98.9 The Answer and on our friends in Dayton, 94.5 The Answer. And it's great to have you Dayton people with us. And Alan Rogers, our producer, took the call off the air. So, Alan, since you spoke with this uh, nice lady, why don't you relate what she had to say to you about how her, her experience at the J.D. Vance rally? Well, she she lives over there in Dublin, and she was uh, took her autistic son over there to check it out because she was somewhat undecided. Um, and then after that rally, and she attended it, uh, and was uh, her son was just beside himself and how wonderfully they treated him and and she's the message was what she wanted to hear and she decided she was teetering between some candidates and uh she decided she was going to vote for jd vance based on that one visit well a personal visit can make all the difference and that's why these candidates go the places that they go vance was in the cincinnati area the columbus area the cleveland area at least three consecutive days. Jane Timken yesterday started in Cincinnati. She was on her way to someplace in central Ohio. Josh Mandel called the show at noon. You can hear that on the podcast, 989theanswer.com. He's crisscrossing the state. He's fighting for every vote. Mike Gibbons, uh, we had Mike on the show yesterday. Mike said his bus has been in all 88 counties in the state of Ohio. So those personal interactions are how you win an election, and they all want the job. I think they would all do a phenomenal job in the job. It's why I have not endorsed a candidate in the Senate election, because I know the passions run high. There are people who are all in on Josh Mandel. Ohio Value Voters is all in on Josh Mandel. I don't have an issue with John Stover and his people at Ohio Value Voters endorsing Josh Mandel. I have an issue with being a Christian organization and not allowing for someone to have forgiveness for a past mistake. I think they came on a little bit strong. If you have an, another another issue with J.D. Vance, other than something he said in 2016, okay, I'll listen to that all day. But when you're going to be swayed by commercials on television that are paid for by a political action committee called Club for Growth, and Club for Growth is criticizing J.D. Vance for being anti-Trump in 2016, when Club for Growth itself spent $7 million on ads to end the political candidacy of Donald Trump in 2016, then I have a very hard time believing that that should disqualify J.D. Vance. The people who spent money to hold J.D. Vance accountable for something he said six years ago, and they were saying the exact same thing six years ago that he was saying? Sorry, Club for Growth, you lost all your credibility with me. I got no problem if you have issues with candidates. You're allowed to support your candidate in the primary. You should support your candidate in the primary. I know we've got in Dayton very passionate Nan Whaley voters who will vote for her in the Democratic primary. We've got John Cranley supporters down trending down toward the southern area of our coverage on 94.5 FM. Fine, great, fantastic. I don't care if you stay home if you're a Democratic voter because I don't want any of your candidates to win because none of your candidates are pro-life. And that, for me, is the first qualifying issue. I will, if Matt Dolan wins the primary, I will vote for Matt Dolan in the fall because Matt Dolan's pro-life. Now, I'll be at odds with Matt Dolan's position on the Equality Act, and I would hope he would change that position on the Equality Act. 
But Tim Ryan's not a pro-life candidate. Nan Whaley's not a pro-life candidate. Neither is John Cranley. So I'll never vote for a Democrat because at this point in history, there is no such thing as a pro-life Democrat. If you're pro-life, you will not have the support of the Democratic Party. They want to abort babies. They want to bend the minds of kids in gender ideology and sexual orientation. They want to approve chemical castration for boys. They want to approve top surgery for girls. They want kids who aren't old enough to get a driver's license or vote or drink a beer to be able to make a decision at an age where they are not allowed to make any other decision of consequence. They want Democrats want them to be able to decide medical matters that would preclude them from ever having children or being involved in the birth of a child ever. That's what Democrats are for. They're also for open borders, which introduces all kinds. Do I need to go back and tell you about 9-11-01 again? That came because we had relaxed immigration policies on our borders. So that's why I'll never vote for a Democrat. But here's the thing. If you're a Renacy guy, if you're a Blystone guy, and DeWine wins today, you cannot stay home in the fall because you got your mad on over the fact that Mike DeWine gets another chance to be governor. I fully understand your objections to Mike DeWine. They are justified. He governed like a Democrat. He allowed Amy Acton to basically be the governor of the state of Ohio on lockdowns, shutdowns, and ridiculous orders like a 10 p.m. bar closure during COVID. You want to make mistakes with COVID the first month? Fine. But after that, get some clarity, get your Republican boots back on, and allow people to make their own decisions. But whoever wins does not give you license as a Republican to stay home in the fall because you're mad because your primary candidate didn't win. Do you leave a game at halftime if your team is one point behind? I don't think so. You stick around because what matters most? The score at the end of the game. The primary is the halftime score. The score at the end of the game is what matters. And we need your vote in the fall. If you are a conservative Republican, we'll need it for whoever the Republican candidate is for senator. And we will need it for whoever the Republican candidate is for governor. Because, yes, it is an either-or choice. And sometimes you don't get the option to pick the best choice. But you do have an option to pick the better choice. And the better choice will be whoever wins the Republican primary for governor and for senator. So what will happen tonight? What's my prediction? I should probably make a prediction. I will predict that J.D. Vance will win the Senate. And I will predict that Mike DeWine will win. And that's not a difficult prediction to make. Not a difficult prediction to make. Mike DeWine will win. But what will be interesting is if Renacy and Blystone together pull more votes than Mike DeWine. I think that is entirely possible. Blystone will run very, very strong in rural areas. Renacy will run very, very strong in rural areas, not as strong as DeWine in metro areas, but still strong. So we'll keep our eyes on it, and we'll have analysis for of it for you tomorrow on The Bruce Hooley Show. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
the explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.